0: What's going on guys? Welcome to another episode of Ball from Assembly Hall. We back. It's been a little minute, man, so we got a little things to catch up and a little stuff to talk about. But of course, your host, Christian Warford. We got Derek Elston right here, my man, Big D. Uh, What's going on, bro? Talk to me a little bit, man. What you been having going on? Um, You know, it's almost summertime. I know you've been, been busy. We both got kids coming into the world. We both, you know, got pregnant wives at home.
1: So talk to me a little bit about what you got going yeah, man, just uh, first off, man, happy to see you. Happy to be back and doing this. I know it's mid-season, so it's, uh, right. it's going to be kind of a little uh, more laid-back conversation with you. So it's always good to be back on with you. Um, like you said, man, uh, Caroline and I, are. we found out that we're having another girl. So my world's about to be flipped upside down. Have you guys figured out what you're having yet?
0: Nope, bro. I find out Thursday, so. Ooh. boy.
1: But you're one of us has got to have you. a boy, See why? One of us is got to have I was just about one. to
0: say, it's got to happen, dude. It's got to happen. You it's said you happen. thought you was having a boy. You said you thought you was having a boy. It didn't turn out like that. But that's okay. You got to keep going, bro. Don't worry about it. You got to keep going. got to keep going. Just <laughs> got to keep going until you get that boy, man. But other than that, man, uh, what's been going on, bro? You've been... Busy, taking any, got any family trips or something? I seen you just got back yeah. from somewhere.
1: Yeah, we, uh, we got on vacation with the Walshes, Brian, Jess, and Isla. Uh, you know, we were able to get the kids together. Uh, just kind of went, you know, got on a lake. Um, just a little R&R, man. Just, you know, trying to, uh, you know, this new year coming up. It's just kind of been one of those times where it's just kind of, you know, Grind, grind, grind. But when you get an opportunity to get away, um, Caroline's due date's in Mm -hmm. September. So we're trying to figure out, you know, ways to enjoy the family that we have now until uh, we welcome another baby girl. So just looking to get away and enjoy some sunshine and, you know, nothing crazy, man. Just head down and keep pushing forward. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. I've been on
0: basically the same thing, bro. Just trying to get ready, man. man. You've been everywhere. yeah, I've been I've been moving around a little bit. It's the off season for um, you know, training and stuff like that. So we've been moving around a little bit, working out here and there and you know, having fun a little bit here and there. So we just yeah. try to keep that balance, bro. That's the main thing, you know what I'm saying? Make sure we stay yeah. on top of things, but you know, have fun as well. There you go. So um we're gonna move a little bit into this combine segment. We got two of our main guys out there doing their thing. Um I've been keeping up with them a little bit. Both of them decided not to participate in the scrimmages. But I've been hearing some great feedback from, um, you know, just the projections of where Jalen Huchofino is going to go and where Trace is going to go. you you been seeing anything? Did you, did you watch anything of, of him in the combine?
1: Yeah, man, it, it, it's it's fun. Um, you know, Jalen was going to be one of those high guys. He's got a really high ceiling. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for Trace, Trace is a four-year guy. He's been showcasing, you know, in the first two years of his, his career at IU. Um, was kind of, I don't want to say held back, but, you know, kind of, Told to play a different role, um, mm-hmm. as we saw his junior and senior year, especially his senior year. Uh, the guy can pretty much do everything you ask him, and, and it's cool to see him in the combine, just absolutely stroking threes, man. It's it's these guys want to see what all these players can do, and you know it, it's not a highlight reel. See, it, it's let's just see what this player can do, and Trace has put up some really really good videos, uh, moments in the combine where. He's knocking down a lot of shots and we all knew he could shoot them. Uh, I think in the big 10, it was kind of like a do or die thing for him. So he stuck Mm -hmm. his back to the basket and kind of played in the post a little bit. But I think everybody knew he could shoot. Um, It's just kind of pick your battles and for him to go out there and shoot the way he's been shooting in the combine, uh, it's been really good to see. And I asked this question to Brian and I'm going to ask it to you when you look at his vertical, his wingspan, his, you know, they they do all these measurements. One of them was to have Trace in first in every single category. Every single category. I've seen that. My question to you is, does that help? I mean, obviously you would think that helps you, but if you've been watching Trace for four years, like, does it really? Does that really help you?
0: Uh, I I don't think that necessarily helps him, but it definitely don't hurt him i tell right. you that. I mean, you know, it just shows that the kid has put in a lot of work. You know, he's probably more older than a lot of guys at the Combine, so he's probably going to be more physically stronger. He's going to be a little yeah. faster and stuff like that just because his body's so mature at that age. But it definitely doesn't hurt him. You know what I'm saying? I think the NBA is moving away from guys that so much potential. You know, they kind of got they want guys to come in and kind of be able to participate and play right away. And I think mm-hmm. that's what you get with a with a Trace Jackson Davis, a guy that know how to play the game, uh, was taught the game at a high level, can come in and give you spot minutes here and there. Um, you know, I seen it, I see him making shots and stuff, from, you know, during, um, like I said, the shooting drills and stuff like that. But I, I always say TJD's probably not going to shoot threes in the NBA. If he does, he'll probably shoot one or two a game. You know, it's kind of like Cody Zeller, bro. He had a great stroke. You know, we all thought Cody was going to expand his game, but that's not really who he is. And I don't think that's really necessarily who Trace is. So I think he's going to get around the rim. It's going to be more like, like when I look at Trace, bro. I really see like a baby Sabonis. Is that, does that make sense? You yeah, know, heavy left-handed yeah. guy um, can do a little bit of everything. Can pass the ball. Can play back to the basket. And I think that's what it, that's what it ball town ball down to in college. Uh, you know, college is such a a game where every possession matters. And I think mm-hmm. in order for us to be successful as a um, as a team, we had to have Trace um, more so in the paint, but. Yeah. Um yeah, I think not. he has a chance to I think he has a chance to bro possibly sneak in the first round. You know what I'm saying? You wanna if you want if you sneak in that first round or he go early second, um I think that'll be a, a win not only for Trace, but a win for our program as well. Um as well as Jalen Hood Shafino. I think he's gonna I obviously I think he's gonna be either in the lottery or right outside of the lottery. Um, you know, his measurements and everything was good. So I'm looking forward to seeing it, bro, on uh June twenty second where where Jalen Huchofino is going to end up for sure.
1: Yeah, man, it's one thing about the combine that's really cool is, you know, us being away from the program. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you don't you don't know the certain things that you see when you see like combine stats and and Jalen Fino's wingspan. I mean, I had yeah. no idea. And I went on the court. Um, I went down to Midnight Madness. My wife and I, we went down and, you know, I hung out with Trace. I hung around those guys and I was actually on a shooting you know, we did like a little shooting performance thing and I was on Jalen's team and I didn't see it at the mm-hmm. time. And I always look like, man, these guys like I don't know about you, but some there's sometimes where I get a bug and I'm just like, man, I think I can go out there and still play. And then you get around like right. a trace. You get around a race and you just see how big those guys really are. Mm-hmm. You don't really get to see it on TV. So to see Jalen's wingspan so big, how, how athletic is, how athletic he is. I just wanted mm-hmm. to give a shout-out to Cliff Marshall, man. Cliff Marshall, the thing about the Combine man, is, is these guys do this all the time. They run their mm-hmm. three-quarter, per, three-quarter court sprints. like They measure verticals throughout the entire season. We did it with Janae. No doubt. Um, they, well, no so doubt. these guys are absolutely ready to perform there, and that's really good. I mean, I'm sure a lot of college basketball programs do this, but – I mean, this is like a progression thing for IU throughout the entire season, uh, reactionary times, things like that. Like, it's not just let's try it in the summertime and then, you know, we're going to worry about our season. They, The thing about Indiana is they're always prepping you to get to the next level. That's what they want. They don't want to hold anybody back. They right. want to get you ready for this combine. And these guys are out there making it. I mean, Trace, first place in all categories. I mean, that's Dude, ridiculous, that's huge, bro. Yeah. So no just doubt, shout out man. to Cliff Marshall for getting these guys ready. And I know he loves man. it. I know he was down there. So it's just it's mm-hmm. cool to see these kind of stats that you don't really get to see as a fan watching TV. You don't really know how big these guys are until you get to see it in person or you get to see a stat come across the TV that's like, damn, this dude was a plus six and a half wingspan. That's nuts.
0: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So shout out to Cliff Marshall, man. I know that's huge, bro. That just show. That just showed that we got the right pieces in place, you know, as far yeah. as our program, man, getting these guys to, you know what I'm saying, take control of their body, the way, the way they eat, the you know, the nutritionists and all of it, man, all of it play a huge part in your success on the court. You know what I'm saying? So that's huge, man. I, I look forward. Like I said, I look forward <laughs> to seeing those guys. See, play. I,
1: I got to chime in there, see, because I have this conversation all the time with these people. The, well, you know, on? I'll be on the golf course with, with uh, prospects or, you know, I'll just be out and about in town and, and – They love talking Indiana basketball. This place is Indiana basketball just heaven. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they always ask me, you know, what are these guys, you know, what are they doing? You know, what are they doing this time of season? And, you know, what was it like for you guys? And I will never forget, see, the time where Jade Grossman gave me a slap on the wrist because I had at the time (laughs) when we were there, I had a bagel and we used to put peanut butter on bagels and we'd take that to our 8 a.m. class after a workout. And right. I got a slap on the wrist because I put jelly on it. So that was deemed a meal because I had a peanut butter jelly bagel. That's now, crazy, man, bro. these guys. It's crazy, guys getting, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> these it's guys crazy, are getting they dog get, They get
0: anything they want. They want you to get anything and, they want.
1: Any and everything, man. It's it, When I was a part of the staff, you know, one of the first things that Archie and those guys had me do was get a hold of uh, – you know, everybody. What, what's the local spots that we're, that you would go to as a player? Okay, we'd go to Village Deli. We'd go to Chick-fil-A. Right. You know, we'd go to Ed at Buffaloes. And they just made phone calls. And they just started ordering. Mm-hmm. Hey, we need 150 of these wings. You know, Timmy G right. was always good about getting wings. But these guys are like special order. We're doing steaks tonight. What type of steak do you want? Let's get Zagraps. It's, 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 it's a it's different
0: crazy. world out there, see? It's okay, bro. We paved the way. I just want some of that back pay from the NIL <laughs> shit. That's all I want. I just want some back pay. Let me get a little back pay, man. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? That's, 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 what, that's what I got a problem with. But other than that, man, everything been good. Everything good our way. We're going to yeah. move a little bit. into the recruiting segment, bro, um, started off slow. Was a little worried at first. Yeah, I was seeing a lot of people, you know, talk crazy. Not, not really talk crazy, but have some stuff to say about um, Mike Woodson's recruitment style, you know, whether he's being lazy or whether, you know, he just had, I don't know if yeah. he had surgery. I think he had surgery, so he yeah. wasn't able to really get out on the road. Uh, you know, people saying he's lazy, he's old, he's this and that, you know. But now look at us, there. you know. I, and it right. goes and it all goes back to what I said, bro. Um, you know, I, I think it was a little controversy tweet that I said about when I said Jalen Hood leaving would be the best thing for Indiana, like everybody yeah. was thinking, like, "Oh, you yeah. don't know what you're talking about." Wood, wood, wood. You know what I'm saying? I just know that we don't get those caliber players that we've gotten out of the portal without him leaving, and you know, without Mike yeah. Woodson showing the progress of him ab- being able to take a guy that was, you know, a late first round pick to a lottery pick or a person that wasn't on the draft board to being a late first round pick, early second round pick, and I think yeah. that's what kind of that's what that's what I think kind of fans are starting to see a little bit. And I think it that's what is helping um Indiana with the recruitment and certain guys that we're bring in. So we're gonna talk we're gonna talk a little bit about it. Um, you know, like I said, we started off slow. I think the first guy we had was the guy from All Ball State. Um yeah. what's his name, Derek? Um uh, Great question. Peyton Payton, Payton Sparks. Sparks. I think yeah, he was he was a, he was a guy that I, that started off, and everybody was like, "Huh, what are we doing?" You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of started yeah. off slow a little bit, but we've we've turned it up. We've turned it up a lot since then.
1: Yeah, I think Sparks led the way. Um, you know, a lot mm-hmm. a lot of people are on here. You know, again, you know, he's a Mac guy. See, and the Mac and the Big Ten, two different worlds. Um, but no one doubt. thing that I love about him because I loved I loved watching the Mac Ball State. You know, we got a guy uh, from mm-hmm. IU. Uh, holding it down over there at Ball State. So I watched those guys, you know, like we said, all during the season. I I watched Kent State a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Ball State played Kent State at the end of the year and absolutely wiped the floor with them. Uh, what I like about this kid is he brings a ton of injury, energy. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. He brings a ton of energy. He plays with a ton of passion. I think it means a lot for him. It's going to mean a lot for yeah, him. no doubt. On that jersey. Yeah, no oh, doubt. Oh, man, I, There's I, no re- doubt I heard about that. I heard it.
0: I heard he was a you know a guy that was an Indiana kid, always dreamed of putting on a uniform. And you need those yeah. kind of guys on the program, bro. And just know what it means to. A lot of guys take playing at Indiana for granted, man. So you need those type of guys around. A lot that just tell you, you know what I'm saying, just to show you how much of a privilege it is to wear this uniform and be a part no of this Caesar University.
1: And he's and he's hungry. I mean, you can tell night in and night out like he was a, one of those dudes. You know, um, a little bit like me. You know, you know, you're not going to be out there and and, and be a twenty five a point, you know, guy. you're not going to. But every time you get in the game, every possession, you're just going to play your heart out and you're going to do what you got to do. And, and that's what I love about this kid. Um, again, you know, you've got you're in the Big Ten now where you're going up against the Michigan States, the world that they, they've they got monsters. Um, I think mm-hmm. race did a really good job uh, of combating, you know, maybe not being as athletic as some. Obviously he worked on that and and he blossomed his senior year especially. Um so I think he needs a little work, but you know, a lot of, of times and a lot of times in traces, you know, the beginning of traces um career. You know, a lot of him was, you know, passion and energy. Why can't we get that out of him? And that's right. that's that's hard to do, honestly. It it really is. Like if a guy has played this way, um not want to say lethargic, but just you know, doesn't have that, doesn't bring that energy. He gets a big docket. and he wants to yell, but it's kind of like an every possession type thing. Um, mm-hmm. That's hard to get out of guys. So the fact that he's going to come in with that, he's hungry. Um, I think it's going to be big time for us. Um, I don't know what he's going to do when he's on the floor, mm-hmm. but, but I he'll, think he'll, coming he'll, in with he'll, that he'll,
0: passion. Sure. Yeah, he's gonna, he's going to definitely be a piece, man. And I want to talk a little bit about just how different this IU team is going to look, how different the culture is going to be, how different the yeah. style of play is going to be. I think we're getting more into what Coach Woodson wants, which is an athletic team, yeah. a big, long, rangy athletic team. Um, I think early, just my predictions. I think early we might, we're not going to be as successful as we, as we want to be early because I think it's just going to take some time to, you know, we're going to be a young team. It's going to take right. some time for these guys to get going. Kind of like Michigan State did early in the season. You know what I'm saying? They struggle, they struggle, but they, they were an athletic team, uh, they were built a certain way, and they end up having more success in the tournament. You know what I'm saying? I think right. that's what we're building right now. We, we're not going to have a team where we can just throw the ball in the paint. And I think that's good for Indiana basketball. You know, we don't have the – on paper, we don't have necessarily have the shooting we need. But as far as the athleticism, us being able to guard, us being able to um, – play with force, us being able to, you know, dominate the paint, I still think we're going to have those com- key components and able to defend. I still think we're going to have those key components for us to win a lot of games in the Big Ten and going forward. Um, the main guy we want to talk about is, the obviously, the guy that was recruited, that was committed to Duke, um, McKenzie, Mbaco, um McDonald's All-American, I think the first yeah. one since 2016, Yeah. Um, you know, a talented guy, a shooter, um, can make a lot of shots. You know, obviously, I, I, I talked to y'all a little bit. He said he has some stuff he got to work on, um, you know, just, just learning the game, learning how to play the game, uh, his flexibility and stuff like that. But, you know, has a chance to be a first-round lottery pick um, coming in, you know, going to work on his fluidity a little bit. But can make shots, bro, can do a lot of different things. I think that's a different yeah. dynamic that we hadn't really had at um, at Indiana.
1: Yeah, and, it, you know, anytime it boils down to Duke – Uh, Kansas and Indiana and you come Come away with them. Come on, man. You got to think you got to think there's something there Um, and it's going to be fun, right? Because at the end of the day, when it came down to Kansas and Indiana and he chose Indiana, well, we play Kansas. So I think that's going to hold a lot of weight for him. Uh, We've got them, I believe, at home this year. I think so. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's going to be fun to see that matchup. But I mean, like you said, see, going back to what you originally said, man, I I think Indiana really needed to get this guy Uh, I know we had a couple kids that we lost to Tennessee that we were recruiting that thought, man, if we get these kids, we're going to have a a great chance to really, really compete in the Big Ten. And like I said, we lost them to Tennessee. And, you know, to your point, it kind of felt like everybody was falling off the Indiana rails again. And uh, to pick up this big name, um, to see that it was down, I mean, kid committed to Duke, uh, had a chance to go to Kansas and chose us. you got to imagine that there's something in there. Now he's going to be young, and and it's the same thing with we out of Oregon. I love it because they're young, uh, and Baco might be the only kid who takes off early, but we've got a group. We've got a group that is going to be able to build over the years. Instead of you know a lot of these teams get these sixth year seniors, fifth year grad transfers, and then they got to restart all over. Right. That's not really right. really that's not really the case with Indiana right now. We've got young guys who are really talented. Uh, where I think is really talented and Baco where, you know, uh, all eyes on him. So I think we've got really, really good pieces, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those things. And, and I learned a, a really good lesson. It wasn't really a lesson, but um, my second year coaching with crane, we had just won the big 10 championship, uh, went to the sweet 16, North Carolina knocks us out. And our first couple practices, my, my second year on the staff, you know, we were playing terrible. Thomas was terrible. Mm-hmm. Troy Williams was terrible. And uh, Coach Green said, you know, Yogi Farrell isn't coming through that door anymore, so we got to mm-hmm. figure it out. And that's kind of the thing with this team, right? Like Trace Jackson Davis isn't walking through that tunnel and coming out and dressing for Indiana next year. So, right. you know, are we, like you said, I mean, it, it, a lot about what you just said is just, you know, this is going to be a different look team. And mm-hmm. it's not going to be, hey, we're in trouble. Let's throw it in the tray. so he gets his 25 and gets us out of a jam. Like, we got to be able to gel. And I think that starts right now. I mean, these guys are away for break. as soon as they get back on campus, man, it's, it's all about family. It's all about getting in the huddle and figuring out, okay, what do we look like and who is the head of the ship? Right, right. No doubt, man. And speaking on where,
0: um, like I said, I talked to Yazir a little bit. Before um before we got on this um this podcast, but um you know I, I know it was big for him um coming from Oregon playing at Oregon to get an Oregon kid from them and bring him and right bring him so yeah. man that that's yeah. that's, that's, that's kind of crazy cool. how they worked out but that's cool um very talented kid bro um people I talked to bro said this guy said this guy could have been in a draft could have went to the draft you know possibly could have been a second round pick just just off of his pure you know athleticism. Uh, his height, his size, and what he's able to do. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna be able to stretch the floor. We're gonna have a, we might yeah. have a stretch five in there at, at times. You're you know right. what I'm saying? A five. That's that's something we hadn't seen where we got a like five man shooting a lot of threes. You know, similar to how Hunter Dickinson shot threes and and other yeah. other teams shot threes, bro. So he, I know he's gonna be a better a better presence on the outside than he is on the end right now. And I, I don't, he's not a a, a traditional back to the basket uh, type player, bro. He's gonna stretch the floor. He's gonna get out. He's gonna block shots. He's gonna protect the rim. Um, so that's gonna be huge for us, man. I think, you know, we got a chance. Like I said, we got it with those two guys, we got a chance of putting two guys in the first round last next year. Yeah. And that's yeah. the main thing, bro. That's that's what you wanna do. That's what you wanna how you wanna build your program. And I know Coach Woodson, man, I know he's excited just to have his type of style in there. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is more NBA style team we're gonna have. Um, you know, a guy that's that's long rangey. Can do a lot of different things, bro. So I think I'm I'm excited to see what we're gonna look like. Um we also did get another piece, which I think is gonna be an underrated piece, bro. Uh, Anthony Walker. He's a, he's an older guy, a uh, glue guy. He can shoot the ball, though. A lot of people don't know he came yeah. into Miami as a he came into Miami as a shooter. So I think um, you know, he's an athletic guy, so I think a lot of people get away from what he can do. But I think he can he's gonna make more shots than what we give him credit for. So I'm looking forward to that too, man. You can't always have I think we got our two guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you yeah. see it, bro. We, we all watch yeah. playoff basketball. We only playing, like, teams only playing seven people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I think that's Coach Woodson's style. He's only going to play seven, maybe eight guys. And I think we found our pieces that we can ride, and, and we got we got to have those perfect glue guys. And we know Trey Galloway yeah. is a glue guy. He's going to do his thing, bro. I think Trey's going to average. I think Trey's going to average 10 to 12 points this year. You know what I'm saying? You're I mean, have dude, to. I believe yeah. that. I think he's capable I think he's capable of that. His role is going to increase a little bit. But I've seen a lot of people just on Twitter and stuff wanting um, wanting Coach Woodson to keep going and keep recruiting guys and keep go get Caleb Love and go get this person and go get that person. I think right now where we're at, I think we're pretty good. You know, if we can add a shooter maybe, um, maybe we do that. But you don't want to have too much on your plate that kind of messes up the team. You, you know what I'm no saying? Doubt. You know how that goes. No dude, doubt. bro. We all have yeah. a part of All it takes is one bad apple to spoil it, and the shit just goes downhill from there. You know what I'm saying? So um, I don't think we need to add that piece. You know what I'm saying? I don't think we need to add that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think think people around college basketball see the name Caleb Love and and know what he's capable of doing. But people got to understand, like, Caleb Love's got one thing on his mind, and that's just getting (laughs) to the league and i think what i think what teams don't realize is whoever picks him up obviously he's decommitted from michigan now twice um i don't know if he North get Carolina in, yeah he can't he get can't in can't get in bro he i heard this um and i
0: talked to you like i said i talked i heard he wasn't going to be able to be eligible until like january so just yeah. because his credits don't line up with coming from North Carolina, his major don't line up with coming, you know what yeah. I'm saying? However however that might go. So I I know they got a, a huge piece to deal with it. So I'm not sure where he'll end up. But I'm just saying, bro, looking from the outside in, I don't think we need another piece like that. I think we got our no. guys with Mbaco M- 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 that, that that can, you know what I'm saying, that's going to score the basketball. I just don't think we need to add nobody else. We got
1: Xavier coming, coming back. back. Let him, yeah, let let him run the ship. I just don't think we need yeah. another ball-dominant guard right now. And that's and that's exactly what it is. Wherever he goes, um, you know, I got to imagine he goes back home to St. Louis, goes to Missouri. I, I would imagine that's the case. Maybe it's not. But wherever he goes, he wants the ball in his hands, and that's going to be his thing. Whatever you do, get me to the league. Uh, and I just, yeah, like you said, man, I, I just don't think that is what we need right now. Uh, outside of these uh, people that we picked up out of the transfer portal, I mean, we got some good freshmen coming in that, I think we need to give them time. Yeah. They need to. We need we to need, throw them. We need to. Yeah, we don't gotta need throw to be, them in the
0: fire. You know, it, no doubt.
1: Yeah, we don't need to be jumping in the like. portal
0: every year. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the thing. You don't want to be jumping into. It. And you gotta reward the guys that stay loyal to you too, Dick. We yeah. got you know we got we had some guys that stayed. Uh, Caleb Banks stayed. Uh, um, those guys. Those guys are key pieces going forward that can help us. Um, oh, yeah. I think I think you got to reward those guys for standing in the portal and give those guys a chance man you I don't think you know what I'm saying I don't think you can just go in and just recruit over them and that's not necessarily a great thing either for your program bro so um I'm looking forward to it
1: um I know it's going to be I'm a bomb bro this man it's it's like us yeah. man we had you know the starters would go against the next five and our practices were dynamite I mean we had dudes mm-hmm. to score the ball and the second you took a day off man somebody else was going to get your jersey or your white or red or green and they were going to show out. And you know mm-hmm. it's kind of like right now like with the team, you know what's a guy like Anthony Leal doing? Well, you know, what are some of these young guys doing? I, I know it's hard to get ready for college basketball, but the guys that right. are there that didn't get the time that they wanted, what are they doing right now? Like there's nothing better than a little healthy competition in your practices. Um mm-hmm because that, all that does is spark just great play from players and getting them ready for the season. And I think that's what we have. And the second you throw somebody in there, who's not coming out ball dominant, I'm going to do me first, worry about the team later. Uh, like you said, man, it's like a cancer in the, in the culture. And, the, and that's the last thing this team needs.
0: Yeah, no doubt, man. I think, and I think coach Woodson's, I just know coach Woodson's honesty, his, the way he talks to players, the way he gets players ready to play. And, just like I said, just the way he coaches, I think it's gonna be huge for this team, bro. Uh, I think he's gonna to explain the to guys what their role's gonna be. Um, like I said, he's a, he's a no nonsense uh, type coach, and I think that's what I think that's what players love. You know what I'm saying? Like as a player, all I wanted was to know, like, what if I'm not playing, Coach? Why I'm not playing? You know what I'm saying? Don't You're just right. sell me, don't just tell yeah. me. Like I think and I know that's what Coach Woodson does. You know what I'm saying? He's honest with guys, and I think that's gonna be huge. And pivotal going forward, bro. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, We got some good incoming freshmen too, as well. We don't want to leave those other guys out. Which is Jakai Newton, which I think I'm not sure. I think he's gonna win us some games, bro. I've seen him play a little bit. He's a dog. There, he a dog. dog from 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 dog. from Georgia. He, he's a dog. You know what I'm saying? I think we need those type of guys. Um, The main thing about him, bro, is we gotta get him healthy. He's coming off a yeah. of meniscus tear. Um, where he wasn't able to really play much his senior season, but he a dog, bro. I think he's going to be able to win us some games as long as we get healthy. You know what I'm saying? He's one of those. I heard he's one of those players that worked so hard, worked too hard, to where the coaches got to kind of jump in his way a little bit and save him from himself. You know what I'm saying? One hey. of one of those type guys, man. So I'm looking forward to him playing as well. Um, but we we are sh- gonna have a lot of depth. It's gonna be a lot of competition to get on the court, man. Cause I don't see
1: I don't see Coach Wilson playing no more than seven, eight guys, bro just being honest. I really don't either. Yeah, I, I really don't. But also, you got a chance to look at like a Trey Galloway. Trey Galloway, you could say, is that type of guy too. You know, that dude is mm-hmm. – the last thing he's worried good about boat. is – he's he's last thing he's worried about is his body. He's going to sacrifice everything he has to to come up with a loose ball, to go after a ball that's going out of bounds. Like, that's what he loves to do. And I was just with him this past weekend, and, you know, nothing's changed. He's hungry as ever. He knows what team is coming in. He knows they have a chance to be really good. Uh so like I said, I mean you got Trey Galloway and Newton going against each other for minutes. Like, that's fun, man. That's fun. One that
0: thing is- one thing I know about one thing I know I do like about Trey, bro, I don't care who we bring in. Ain't nobody beating him out, bro. No. Ain't he's nobody's beating Galloway out. He's not yeah. gonna allow it, bro. It's it's just not he's that type of guy. We need him on the court. Um ain't nobody Ain't nobody beating Trey Galloway out, bro. Not, not, not at this point. Not at this stage of his career. You know what I'm saying? I think he's gonna. We're gonna see. I think he's gonna see a lot of improvement in this game as well, bro. Getting in the paint. I, you know, he took on every challenge they asked him to do last year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From yeah. defensively to offensively, he guarded the best player. You got to reward that as a coach, as a. You know what I'm saying? You have to reward that, bro. So I know he'll be in that lineup when it's time. You know, I just
1: don't see nobody beating him out. No. hmm no, I, I'm just worried. The only thing I'm, I'm, that worries me is the bigs, man. We got to, like I said, man, Trace Jackson not being there. What's our big situation look like? Because you look around the Big Ten and, man, you got Michigan State's whole team pretty much coming back. There's some kids in there that are, uh, you know, they're going to make some noise this year. I think the Big Ten's going to really make some noise. And it seems like every year uh, we're always talking about the Big Ten, how good they are, and then they get to the tournament. But, I think there's some teams that can make some serious, serious noise in the tournament. We don't know what Edie's gonna do yet. We don't know if he's gonna come back, if he's gonna test the waters. Uh he's out there just destroying the combine, which everybody's talking about. Look at Zach Edie in this dunk drill. Like, what do you I've seen that? Come on, man. The guy gets on his tippy toes and dunks it. I don't care that he can dunk it. <laughs> Nobody in the NBA cares that he can dunk it. Nobody, Everybody knows he can looking, dunk it. Nobody's looking but, for it. You know, I, I but, just think that the Big Ten is gonna be very, very stacked this year with some mm-hmm. probably two or three teams that are absolutely dominant. And where do we stand? And I guess you won't know until we throw the ball up on tip off. But uh, like you said, man, even you describing them, man, it's it, it's a team that you can get excited about. There's a lot no, no. of really, really good pieces, a lot of young pieces, a lot of pieces that have a lot of hype, and, and uh, a lot
0: of and a lot of interchangeable pieces there. I think it's a, it's going to yeah. be a lot of time on the court where we're switching one through four, maybe five. Maybe one through five. Maybe maybe Ware can get out there and, and sit down and guard a little bit. You know, I think there's going to be times on the court where we put Mbaco at the four, have Ware at the five. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think yeah. they're initially going to start off trying to have uh, Mbaco play the three, but I know it's going to be times in the game where we move him to the four and we're just switching one through four, and I think that's going to help our defense tremendously, bro. If we can yeah. – guard and stay in front of everybody. You know how switching makes everything easy. You know what I'm easy. saying? It's just yeah. it's good communication and we switch and we, we're we going to be able to take away these guys' strength. And as long as we can protect the rim, I, I know where it's seven foot long, athletic, can protect the rim a lot, we'll be fine. But we just got to rebound the basketball. That's going to be the main thing, you know, going small and stuff like that, playing in the Big Ten, man. You got to rebound the ball because you will get killed on the glass if you're, not, if you're not careful.
1: That's exactly right. And you got, you know, uh, and with that, you know, you got to, like I said, you got to reward Caleb Banks. And Caleb Banks is, he's been there. He's been in the program now. He knows the ins and outs. Uh, he knows his role really well. So there's a chance. Yeah, man, we could be, this could be a really, really big athletic team. I don't know how, you know, you get a, I wanted to say Derek Nix there, but <laughs> you get a, a player like that, like the old time where we were guarding Derek Nix and he's just a bowling ball out there. But like, you get somebody in there, like, right. You got to be willing to fight to get those rebounds and get the easy baskets. And I think we have a team, and, and you know, with the kid from Ohio coming in, you, you know, you, you now have a, a Jordan Hulls esque type shooter mm-hmm. that you can put on the court with him. So you got All bigs right. in I the lane, you- shooters outside. I mean, it's got a chance, man. But again, you know, how hungry are these guys? You know, are they working on their games? I think they are. I'm with Trey, like I said, I was with Trey; dude was mm-hmm. shooting. We got a workout in him, Brian and I, and then he went to go play pickup right after like, you know, it's all talk right now in the summer. And that's what it is. You know, I've I've been doing this a long time. Everybody looks really good in the summer. Um, Can we gel? Can Xavier Johnson be that senior leadership that we need to really keep everybody in line? Because if you remember this time last year, this is when, you know, Xavier got in a little bit of trouble. And Trace came out and said, right. "You know what? You fail a you fail a drug test, I want you off the team." Like that's just the leadership role right. that he had. You're just hoping that Xavier Johnson, uh, Trey Galloway, you're just hoping some of these older guys, you know, pick up where he left off and and uh, make sure that you know the tournament going deep in the tournament is still the destination that we want.
0: Yeah, man. Shout out to X. Oh, I'm happy he got his uh, medical. His yeah. medical. Um, Absolutely. Uh, I'm I'm sure he's going to – I know he's going to be so huge for us this year, bro, Uh, him having another opportunity. I think he's excited for for what he can do. And I think, you know, how it is, bro. It's his his fifth year. I know he's going to be prepared, um, and I think we're going to be ready. I think we're going to be solid at that position with, you know, Gabe Cups coming in, bagging him up, um, X playing a lot. Um, We're going to be able to make some shots. We're going to be able to do a lot of different things, bro. And I think with him at the forefront of this team, him leading – um, I know he's matured a lot since then, since that altercation has happened. Um, I'm looking forward to it, bro. I think it's going to be a yeah. lot. I think we're going to have some great things going on, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No doubt.
0: Yeah. So, um, that pretty much concludes our episode, Derek. We, we we talked about the recruits coming in, man. We just wanted to talk a little bit, got talk a little bit, fill you guys in a little bit about what's been going on. Um, I'm excited. Derek's excited. It's a great day always to be a Hoosier, bro.
1: So... Um, yeah, Before man. A lot through. of people on Twitter, man, talking about episodes. And we're going to – as soon as something else happens in, in uh, the world of IU, man, we're going to be popping back on here and just – and uh, you know, same thing as last year, man. Anybody got any questions on Twitter you want to talk? Shoot, see, well, how many episodes could we go on here and talk about our own days, man? Golly. Man, plenty
0: of them. we got plenty of them. We, we <laughs> need to have <laughs> a throwback segment. We need to have a throwback segment where we just bring on and we – but I don't know, bro. We can't. A lot of that stuff, bro. We can't really share too much. It's coming soon, though. We'll talk about it. We'll talk. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it, man. We're, wanna, we're we're, we're ten wanna, years I out. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't be want to step on nobody's toes and all that shit. And you know what I'm saying. But fuck yeah, it, it, it needs to happen. Yeah. The fans,
1: know, the fans want to know, man. The fans <laughs> want to know. I know they what do. What was bro. life like? What was life like when you weren't out there signing 120,000 dollars NIL contracts? And,
0: yeah, man, we were roughing it. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, bro. Let's not talk about that. Bro, I get sick to my stomach <laughs> thinking about it. You're not story. the only one. All those autographs Coach Cream made us sign, bro. We couldn't turn down nothing. Like, you could you had to sign it. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> We missed out on so much. Uh,
1: I'd be asking for a $100 bill with all them C-Watch shots against Kentucky you would have signed. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. I
0: need that. But anyway, man, you know it's always good to talk to you, D. Always good to do this podcast, bro. We got some big things coming, man. Y'all, you guys stay tuned. The next season, we got some stuff coming you guys' way, man. So we appreciate you guys rocking with us. We only gonna get bigger, only gonna grow. You know, follow us on all social media. Be on the Big Ten, um, 205, and
1: Diesel 32, come on.
0: Beyond the Big Ten is a network of podcasts that aims to be your go-to resource for all things Big Ten. We cover the entire conference with shows hosted by ex-players and athletic alumni, aiming to be your go-to source of information and entertainment for your favorite team hosted by ex-Big Ten players, media, and insiders. Our podcasts are focused on giving diehard fans and those alums an inside scoop about the teams and people that make the Big Ten Conference one of the most watched and most talked about conferences in sports. We're excited to talk Big Ten basketball with you wherever you may be. Subscribe now.